Hello gorgeous gorgeous girls and welcome back to another episode of Girlfriends. I'm Lindsay and it's a fucking sad day for JK apologists everywhere. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm joined by my fellow JK apologist Sophie. How are you uh, feeling? Do, <laughs> oh, do, do you know just the constant thing that's going through my head at the minute you know that vine where it's like you know when someone asks you if you're fine and you have to say that you're fine but you're not really fine that's been me since I watched this episode I am not okay <laughs> no me neither like I know we kind of let the cat out of the bag early but I'm just kind of like what does this mean for the rest of the season so much of the drama has focused around Jay and this episode in particular is fucking actually hard to watch like yeah drama um and it's like so what's gonna happen now because the kind of focal point of everyone's disdain has left the building um the storyline's gone (laughs) yeah basically the storyline is gone so i'm wondering like is everyone gonna pick on somebody else now or is it just gonna be like dragula's like best friend competition like i like i don't know i think we've either got it's either going to focus on the showmance obviously mm. or throb is just gonna absolute i don't know who who they're going to focus their um attention on after this so they say it would just be out for bloody everybody oh i've got some thoughts about that me too (laughs) (laughs) so let's let's get into it kind of already there anyway so last week when we finished up anna um was our next exterminated monster and we see the living monsters discussing who they think's gonna stay and they're pretty much all like resounding that it's gonna be Neil coming back and Anna being exterminated. Um although our gothic I feel like went for the jugular and was like, I don't think Anna served a single good look. And that's not true. Like he says like I was never impressed by her. I'm like, that's out of order. That's too much. I just because clearly, like the week before, Anna was like in the top. Yeah, for her look as well. So exactly. I think I'm just in a bit of a huff generally with all gothic <laughs> this week. So um, I don't care what they have to say. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> um, so when. Uh, Neil returns totally blank there when Neil <laughs> returns like everybody starts talking about like who they kind of want to take out next and you know there's a few names thrown around but I think for the purposes of the episode what's said that's most important is that Throm wants to take out Jay remove Jay from the competition because um, Jay is the reason that Jarvis got exterminated which isn't true um, Jarvis is the reason that Jarvis got exterminated they did not perform well in the lip sync they picked that outfit um, they did that runway presentation Jay did not make any decisions in that, Jay performed better 
the bullies decided and got to stay. So this whole thing, like, I'm avenging Jarvis is a fucking weird take. Like, you mm. just you just met them, like, literally, like, a month ago. Do you know what was weird for me as well is in this whole bit and then there's a bit in the conversation a little bit later between Throb and JK of, like, I... Um, it's a competition, I'm playing a game, I'm not here to make friends. But then literally two seconds earlier, you were like, I've got to defend my my fellow drag king. You, you're you the reason this is gone. Um, I'm gunning for you kind of thing. And it's like, are we, are we hearing ourselves? Take a breath. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's either one or the other. And it's like, it, it was just very weird, like that switch up between you know, the the band challenge where everyone was like getting on. We've seen, you know, Throb coming for Jay and being like, you know, I really want to make sure you're okay. Is there anything I can do to support you? Remember how much of a like a fierce competitor you are. And then it's like, nah, I'm gonna fucking shout you down and that's it. So this whole like heel turn from Throb was just so weird to me. It was so odd. Yeah, like I like jumping ahead, like the, Rob's like, oh, it's a principal thing based on fucking what, like mm. based on what, and is just going full like I'm in game mode, and like I saw some former competitors of Dragula kind of tweeting about it and just kind of being like, is like losing friends and. Identity co-workers as well, like really be working mm. alongside these people, really worth it. Yeah. Like everybody's getting a chance to showcase themselves on Dragula. Like I, I know that's maybe not the mentality to have about it. Maybe you should have a bit of a bit of competitiveness, but this is just too much that you're actually willing to bring someone down because your fellow white woman got exterminated mm. and and now you've decided to make that your problem over someone that you don't even really know. I don't know if they knew each other, but <laughs> someone that they didn't give that impression when they all first met each other in the in the woods on the first night, where, where it was like, oh, another drag king, cool. Not like a, oh, you're my brother from another mother that we've all been really good friends for ages. And I think it's the fact that it's like it's obviously personal as well. Like yeah. if it was just like oh, I think you're my biggest competitor, like I think you're the thing that's standing in the way of me winning. Like that's like a compliment, really. Well, that's fair. Like what we're saying, you know, with, with Jarvis and the key of like I'm going to put Orgotic in up for extermination because they're my biggest competitor. You can get that. That is part of like the game plan. Where this just feels fucking nasty. Like yeah, yeah like you say, personal. And then also, orgotic. It basically implies that J.K. is taking away a spot from someone who is actually talented, and you're just like fuck off. Like they have, they have a win the same as you. J.K. has a win the same as you for a look and for performing. Like. I don't like I don't know what they have to do like what they have to do like I get and the bullies have said it week to week like what JK brings is a bit different to other people but what do they really have to do to get some fucking respect and what kind of 
broke me like watching it is like you just look at Jay's face and it just drops and the rest of the episodes he never really gets his like cheeky jokey mm. personality back because it's just been what's this episode six six weeks of this shit of just dogpiling in it like yeah i know you know i think we've been all over the place and we're what 10 minutes into recording if that yeah. but like towards the end like on the you know the judging for the floor show and it's the judges are like oh yeah we're, we've sort of felt like are you okay like you just seemed really like withdrawn and not really like up for it and it's like so would I if I'd had like constant shit for weeks someone saying that my place in this competition that we all fought for we all got picked isn't valid I've took something away from someone else someone who I thought was an ally and a friend is now gunning for me to leave I'd be like you know what yeah not feeling my best today not not feeling quite um you know, sunshine and roses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, it's it's a hard one because it's like you kind of watch reality TV for a bit of the infighting. But I think what's been really hard with this, and I think why so many people have gone oh, so hard for JK, like the outpouring of grief <laughs> these past few days. And um, <clears throat> like, I hope Jay's been seeing it and knowing that there are a lot of people who who love what he brought to the show but um yeah like we watch reality tv for this infighting for the clash of personalities but there's been something particularly nasty about this mm. and i can't even put my finger on why like every week we've just been like why like, yeah what has this fucking man done i, I don't know it's uh, you know like you say, we, this is kind of what we're like, uh, you know, reality telly for. We're like the the gossiping. Like, you know, anyone who has listened to any episode that I've ever done in the Dragula series knows how much I love Real Housewives. Like, that is my white noise in the background when I'm doing work and typing things up and stuff. But, you know, it, it's okay to be kind of gossipy and a bit cunty, like when we're sort of, you know, saying have a piece of bread and calm down at a dinner table in Amsterdam. But when it's just a whole season of just being directed at one person and like talking down at someone and bringing shit, like it quickly turns from like, this isn't fun anymore. Like we're just seeing someone be like ground down and bullied. And it's just like, let's talk about something else. Like surely there's something else we can be looking at and and bring him because no one wants to see that no one wants to watch that and damn sure no one wants to experience it you know week in week out it's just yeah I'd, it's sort of it's soured the season a little bit I think so far because mm. it is just like well why am why we're we watching this like why we're we partaking in this what what is happening behind the scenes that we're not seeing because even the bullies have come out and said, like, we don't get it either. And it's like, so why is it happening? Like, why is it all on, on one person? Like, it's it's not, yeah, it's just not felt fun at any point. No. No, because, like, reading is part of the fun, but this isn't reading. No. Like, it's, it's personal, isn't it? It's gone yeah. past that. It's gone past yeah. banter. <laughs> Absolutely. So after that awfulness, um, the bullies come on on VT to explain what the this week's challenge is going to be, and the monsters have been challenged with transform 
transforming themselves into an intergalactic alter ego that is a sex worker. Um, and also as part of the challenge, they need to present a monologue of them basically advertising their wares. Um, I think it's fun that we're going back into like alien territory, into kind of sci-fi territory. We haven't done that yet this season. Um, and it's something like really, really creative. And I think... <laughs> Based on something that's said later on by the bullies, like, the second time I watched this, I listened to this challenge very fucking carefully. Later on in the episode, the bullies are like, this was supposed to be a glamour challenge. They don't say that to the monsters, but they say that amongst themselves. And it's like, it's not mentioned at any point. Is it not? No. Oh my god, I'm going to have to like go back again and watch it. Because... Yeah, when they were saying in the critiques, like, this did not, like, ha- you know, they didn't really like any of the looks by the sounds of things. It was quite a brutal judging. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was very much like, didn't hit it, didn't get the, you know, didn't hit the brief, didn't this, didn't that. And I was like, how has everybody gone so wrong? But it's because they were judging on a thing that hadn't been shared. <laughs> Yeah, I oh think they wanted like sexy aliens and they didn't get that. So. No, we got multiple tits and vaginas on legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, after the VT, I love these moments of like brevity in an episode of Dragula. They start doing impersonations of each other. I thought it was so funny that Cynthia didn't even recognise her. She's like, no way, that's me. It's like, that's 100% you. Yeah, so, yeah, as soon as it started being done, you were like, it's fucking Cynthia doll. We know who that is. And she's like, me? No, can't possibly be. And it was, so it like was, that. it's just so good. It's like when you hear yourself speaking and you're like, who the fuck is that? And it's, it's you, bitch. <laughs> Three years of podcasting, I, I don't hear the difference anymore. <laughs> um, so let's get into the floor show. Um, I'm loving all the memes about the bully's look. Just being Monet Exchange. I was like, Monet Exchange got put in the bottom for that. And it is just like a better version of Monet's look. It's couture, darling. Yes. <laughs> Um, and this week's judges are David Dasmalchen and Lauren Lavera. Lauren looked so good. I love this like creature from the Black Lagoon inspired ensemble. Oh, it was, oh, I mean, a bisexual dream, quite mm. frankly. It was just the most perfect judging panel to look at. And I loved Lauren's outfit, like the look, the hair, the makeup. It was just stunning from head to toe and David was just giving us like meet me at the black parade and I was here for it (laughs) (laughs) so first up on the floor show was Throb Zombie I think Throb's always really polished and I did actually quite like this even though it wasn't meeting the challenge um although Throb pissed me off through the episode so I was just their performance I was just like you're fucking annoying (laughs) (laughs) I like hate being negative on these things because like 
the queens get trolled so much. But I just, I, it's the truth. Like, I was annoyed. Yeah. It, and I think, yeah, it was such a, it was a strong look. Like, you could clearly see the story throughout it. Again, like, yeah, the props didn't work, but, like, I don't think it necessarily took away from the look as a whole. Like, you, as a whole, there's a big hole <laughs> in Throbs' look. But you can clearly you can clearly see what, what they were getting at. And I did really like it. Like you say, it's always really polished. It's always such a high quality. But it does, it dampens it when you just think, you've been a fucking arsehole throughout the whole episode. I, I don't want to support this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. Like, But, yeah, I have to admit, like, strong look. Um, really cohesive like definitely had an idea of what they wanted their sex worker to be like and um, yeah like it totally it totally read even in their performance I like I found some of the kind of monologues a little bit cringy but I think <laughs> Throbs was actually good and it really got across like who their alter ego actually is yeah for sure so next up was Jay um the bullies described this as insulting. Oh. <laughs> and I was kind of like, I don't, maybe this is an apologist in me. I was kind of shocked that they went that hard because I was like, I've seen it and I was like, oh, like Trailer Park Streetwalker. Like I got it straight mm. away. Like it was very understandable compared with some of the other ones. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if something should be judged based on how easy it is to understand I don't know but I was just like I didn't think it was that bad I don't know I don't think it was dreadful I think the the idea of it was really cool I I loved the makeup Mm. like that sort of really long extension of like almost like a reptilian eye I just thought it was so beautiful um I, c- I couldn't work out at first whether that it was lips or vaginas. I think it was vagina lips just to merge that idea together. Um, I think what sort of maybe hindered JK a little bit is that there is another green T-shirt and shorts look, which also wasn't great, but it was... I don't know if that if that hindered anything because it was just like well it's a bit of the same the performance just wasn't as big um I don't know I would I definitely wouldn't have said it was insulting I don't think it was JK's best no but I don't think it was anything where I'd come out and be like I'm personally offended that you've come out looking like that I don't know Judging this week was just a bit weird all over, to be fair. Yeah, given the six weeks of dogpiling, like, I don't know, like, when I'm not in a good place, I I phone it in at work sometimes, and JK maybe phoned it in this week, and, you know, a lot of people say, Dracula's not the place to phone it in, and it's, but these are pressurised environments where mm. he is dealing with a lot of fucking shit. Yeah. Um, so... Do you know what? I'm gonna give him a bye. Sue me. Yeah. <laughs> don't um, really, please don't really. We're, <laughs> we're in a cost of living crisis. We have no money. <laughs> no, you can try and sue me. There's nothing in my bank account. Uh, you can take my emotional support packet of crisps that I have left, and that's it. <laughs> 
Um, so speaking of uh, green aliens, Cynthia was next on the floor show. I loved the idea of what Cynthia was going for. I mean, that's where a lot of sex work is going on only fans and mm. people having a lot more control. Fucking hate this look. <laughs> oh, and, and it just irked me when it was like the two people who end up in the bottom, and also the way the bullies spoke about it. And they were just like, Cynthia, you're safe. And I was like, fucking excuse me. You literally just said it and annoyed the piss out of you. What? <laughs> I, was just, I was so confused because it was just like, see if. Like the bodysuit underneath had been a bit like tighter, and it wasn't mm. like you know, like cotton fabric that you could see wrinkle. Like maybe I would have got on board a bit more, but it was just mm. the wrinkling, and it like it just took you out of it. And it, like, yeah, I just and I, I love Cynthia. I've been saying this for six weeks. I fucking love that <laughs> bitch, and I just I hated this so much. It was, I think, from the neck up, I was like, this is a fucking sleigh. Like, the the big, over-exaggerated, like, lips, like, the big eyes, the hair. It was great. And then you look down and it was like, what the fuck? It's like, it's like it was like the trackie that you would wear when you're working from home. Like, your biggest, slouchiest tracksuit, you know, it's freezing, so you've got your extra layers on over the top. And then, yeah, the turned around you can see like the zips all the seams it was baggy as fuck like it just I think you know I don't think you can critique JK for being unpolished when you also have that presentation on the runway as well so yeah yeah I just think as well like we had two shorts and a t-shirt looks and it's we've had like, so many looks this season that have been like pretty much the same. Like we've had like what two marshmallow looks. Yeah, there was oh, looks. that was it. I was going to say there was something else where there was like two very similar ones. Weirdly, but, all of those have involved JK as well. A trailblazer, some might say. <laughs> <laughs> so next on the floor show was Orgotic. Um, again, this is another one. It's like. And once they gave the monologue, obviously, I kind of understood what they were going for. And I was like, oh, I like the idea of it. It's, it's very orgotic. But at the same time, it's like I didn't really like the presentation. I didn't like the tentacles. You could just tell that they were like wires, mm-hmm. um, you know, and like the the face just, I don't know, like it looked obviously painted on. And I was just like, yeah, I just... Oh, no, I just I I wasn't a big fan of it, but it did make me wonder. This was supposed to be a glamour challenge. It is one of the tenets of Dracula. You do need to show it at some point to win. Can or got it give glamour? Mm. I think unfortunately we are at the point now where it is getting very samey for Orgotic. Like we've seen a variation of this look in every challenge. Um, and you know what? I think it would have slotted in perfectly for the band challenge last week. I think it, it was given that a little bit sexy, glamorous sex worker alien. I'm not sure. No. Yeah, yeah it wasn't one of my favourites. And I know they were 
almost up for extermination. And I think that was kind of deserved this week. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, so next up was Blackberry. And Blackberry was really excited about this challenge. They kind of spoke in some confessionals about how they have a background in musical theatre. And I think they're the only person really who did well at this challenge. Uh, I, even if they were like going down the kind of glamour look, like I think that the alien robot was glamorous in some ways. Um, I think they acted it really well. It was obviously like really well constructed. I'd be so curious to know if Blackberry made that and if so, like Mm. how, how, um, and the like pull out nipples with the lights on the end. Like it was very typical Blackberry. It was like very well done. It had those elements of comedy in there. Um yeah, what did you think? <laughs> I really liked it. It was really fun. It was campy. Um, the like the visual gags were great. It kind of gave us shades of um Coco Kane's look from Titans. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. which you know, stun. Um, and I think, you know, without giving much away, they were very, it was very worthy of the placement this week. I think what does, what kind of annoyed us a little bit was that when in the judging and I think in the cauldron afterwards, like some of the monsters were like, we don't know who Blackberry is. We're not seeing much of Blackberry. And I think actually we're getting a really strong, consistent Blackberry, like week in, week out. I think they're, you know, their looks are always given, like, this This is what I'm offering, but you're still a bit of me. Like, I think with, like, you know, like, the facial hair and mm. things, like, their painting is very kind of on brand each each week. So I, I don't know what more they want from Blackberry, unless I'm missing something massive. <laughs> yeah, like, they, like, I can't remember who said it in the episode, but it's, like, if you very consistently perform well like she's given the challenge every week and she's just like okay you want me to be this I'll be that mm. and it feels like sometimes unless someone falters or like has some kind of weakness then they're not showing who they really are and you know not to talk about drag race but I feel like Chad Michaels kind of got that edit in yeah. season four and it's like oh you're good at anything everything we don't know who you are and it's like why do you need to like trauma dump on national TV to be like a well-rounded person? Like Blackberry's just someone who's like in other craft or in other comic books, and they're just like really meticulous with how they present themselves in the challenge. They've clearly put a lot of thought into things. Mm. Um and we saw earlier in the season during filth, like that was where Blackberry was worried. And they yeah. still turned out a like a like a really good look, and they were safe for it. And like that was a thing that they were gonna be like worried about. So it's like maybe she should have done worse there, and then they wouldn't have said like, "Oh, who are you?" Because you're too perfect. And it's like yeah. I don't think Blackberry's perfect. They were they've been the top every week. <laughs> yeah, literally. I I think you know it's it's hard, isn't it? Because why, like you say, why should someone be kind of penalized for working con like really hard putting out really consistent looks week in week out you know I I just yeah I don't think that's very fair really but 
again, maybe this is one of the times where we're not seeing what everyone else is seeing. Like we're obviously just getting this edit in this one hour TV show every week, you know? Well, I guess as well, yeah, like every week we've seen these things happening with Jay and Cynthia's very vocal and Orgotic's very vocal and Fantasia's quite vocal and Mm. it's... But again, like, why do you have to be this super loud in-your-face extrovert to be considered having a personality? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure Black is a really nice person. So, like, why isn't it good enough that they're coming in, they're doing the challenge every week, and, you know, that's it? Yeah. Why does it have to be a big thing? Why does it have to be... I don't know. <laughs> so... Next up on the floor show was Fantasia. So Fantasia was actually really excited about this challenge. They are or have been a sex worker in the past. And they said in confessionals, like, I'm really looking forward to being able to tell the sex worker story. Mm. And, like, kind of fell a bit flat. Which is a weird thing to say about Fantasia, because she's definitely not flat. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah they like I like that she was giving a lot of body like she looks really fucking good so show it off hun Um, but yeah her costume was a bit not very alien and then her VT as well like her um, monologue rather just wasn't giving an awful lot and it it was quite surprising I don't know if it was just like the pressure of well I was a sex worker so I like know so I should be able to do this really well and it just kind of like faltered. Hmm. It was it was very like mismatched, wasn't it? Like there was elements of this otherworldly like alien with the three penises and just ve- being very explicitly sexual. Like if you are, you know, talking about wanting to sell sex, promote sex, like that that whole body and outfit was pure sex. I could not take my eyes off Fantasia walking across the stage and things. But I don't know. I don't know if it was like the colour scheme, the kind of fabric use. I, I really don't think the norm inspired circus hat helped. I yeah. yeah, I just, I think that maybe if they'd come out and not had that, it might have been a bit of a different story. Um but even, you know, just the makeup wasn't very out there. It was, you know, those re- like the really cool contacts and I think those like reflective discs that were underneath Fantasia's eyes. Um, I think it just needed to be bigger to match just how like in your face the rest of the look was. Yeah. Yeah, there was yeah, there was just something off about it. And it was really simplistic compared especially when we compare it to the next monster, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I it was a shame. So last but not least on the floor show this week was Neo Huru, and I, like, the judges seem to kind of, like, really like this. I, like, I kind of agree with uh, Lauren Lovera, who said it needed um, an edit or three, because this was an assault on the eyes. Like, there was so <laughs> much going on. 
And it's like, I, I appreciate what she was going for, but it was too much. It was just a lot, wasn't it? Like, and I think this has been some of Neo's critiques before as well. It is like, there's just a lot of ideas, a lot happening. And it yeah, it, it needed like maybe just a, a tit less. <laughs> there was, yeah, just a lot, a lot happening. And the, sh- the shoes. I mean, we, who was it? like one of the, I think the ex, uh, what an old contestant, um, maybe Astrid. Think, yeah, it was Astrid. It tweeted about the boots and the like. The boots alone cost like four thousand dollars, and they were like, "That's more than my entire budget for my season of Dracula." If you're gonna wear them, wear them well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. It. Yeah, it was. It was a strong look in a lot of aspects when you look at what else was being presented this week but it wasn't there was something about it that just wasn't quite hitting right for me yeah like there's uh, there was so many things although i must say her walking down the floor show like well basically not unable to walk um down the floor show it was just so funny. And when they called them all like forward and they were just like waiting for her. <laughs> and like even Jack and Swan were laughing about it. Like how slow it was. It was funny. Two years later. <laughs> it yeah. was yeah, it was really good. But uh yeah, girl, you got you've got to walk in them them shoes, right? You're gonna get dragged. <laughs> um are there any other judges' comments or anything about the floor show you want to go into before we get into the the winners and the the people up for extermination? I don't I don't think so. I think it was this was the first week that I've realized or, or noticed, should I say, that it it seemed to be really hard for the whole like the panel to find like positives about everybody. It felt like a very negative judging panel and I get you know we're getting we're getting to kind of the business end of the competition now so we have to kind of be really on it but you know I think as soon as it finished and and you're sort of looking at Dragon Swan and they're just like what the fuck was that (laughs) just like we're in we're in for a rough ride (laughs) yep (laughs) so um Blackberry wins this week which means Cynthia is the only monster still in the competition without a win. So I wonder how that's going to play out um, mm. throughout the competition. <clears throat> we have both said that like, I'd be quite happy for Cynthia to coast to the end because I, like, I love her. I love her confessionals. I don't want to lose that. Yeah, um, we can't lose that. That is That has been literally like the only kind of comic relief this season apart from you know the odd comment from Jer and things but that is the moments of like lightness so far yeah <laughs> um Fantasia and Jay end up in the bottom I messaged you earlier in the week <laughs> saying that I I wasn't sure I'm honestly still not sure like I was like I 
don't know if Jay should have been in the bottom, but I feel like Cynthia should have been there. I don't yeah. know if instead of Jay or with Jay, but I feel like she should have been there. I think... Do you agree? After watch, because I think, yeah, when you'd messages, I'd not watched at, at that point, and I was like, oh, shit, okay, we're in for an interesting episode. I, I probably would have had Neo as the only one safe, and everyone else should have been just been in the bottom. I think everyone should have done it. If they were that pissed off at how, like, people hadn't interpreted the challenge and, you know, how a lot of it was offensive and this, that, and the other, put them all up, like... The, all of them had their own weaknesses. And, I, yeah, I, I agree that I think Cynthia should have been there because the execution of that was, like, not okay. But, um, yeah, I think they, they sh- all should have been up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that would be another solution, to be fair. <laughs> Although that might end up happening, like, next week. How many monsters have we got after this? Uh, Two, three, four, five, six. Well, maybe next yeah. week. Yeah, they might end up putting them all up. They do do that towards the end. Yeah, wonder if we're gonna have a a double, a double extermination. I don't know. Oh, um. So Fantasia and Jay are up for extermination, and this week's challenge is to the monsters are hooked up to those like um labor simulation machines. Oh, and this did make me think like. I should have looked this up because I'm going to assume that Fantasia's on hormones and I'm like, I wonder if the hormones would give her the same pain tolerance as a cis woman and I did wonder if she would be able to handle it better because of that but I don't know enough about what hormones actually do No, I don't know I don't want to comment. I don't know enough. I need to go do some research. <laughs> I should have done my research, but I did wonder if anybody knows, please message me because I am curious. Yes. Um, but we see an extermination challenge that Jay taps out. Um, I think Jay is exterminated. I think the one kind of thing about this that makes me feel better is that Jay got an amazing extermination. Oh, I think, th- was this the one that the bullies were like, it's our favourite one we've ever filmed, ever? Yeah. Um, And you can see why, like, the drama. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> get JK cosplaying as Sigourney Weaver. Like, this is what we need. <laughs> yeah, it was exactly. so good. Uh, yeah, I loved it. That that whole extermination challenge was hardcore like i don't know about you in your tiktok for you page but every so often i'll get videos of like i don't know a girl and a boy in the town center being accosted by someone with a tens machine going oh do you want to experience what period pain feels like and the girl's just like yeah i can do this i I could do a workout while experiencing this and the guy's just like on the floor i saw (laughs) one the other day and the guy, I think they got up to seven and all the colour had drained out of his face and he was going to pass out. And the girl kept doing it and she was like, oh, oh baby, I've realised my cramps are a ten. <laughs> and he's like kind of, it's already been removed from him and he's like kind of recovering. The women who are like running the stand are kind of concerned that he's going to pass out. And she's like, like, I have seen God. <laughs> <laughs> my cramps are a ten. <laughs> 
so blessed. It is like a weird, like, I don't know about you, but whenever I'm on my period and I'm like struggling, there's almost like an internal thing of like, I'm not going to take any painkillers because I want to test my pain threshold. Why do we do that to ourselves? Like, Oh, I know. I walk around with like the worst cramps. And someone's like, have you taken painkillers? No. No. So why, why? do you do that? Like a badge of honour. Like, yeah, my cramps are a 10. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, I mean, it looked hardcore. Like, I don't know what level of, you know, pain was being put upon them, but it looked pretty intense well I think like 10 well I don't know what this girl was doing like in the the super supermarket but I feel like 10 is meant to be like the child is coming out your vagina's been split wide open yeah and did they have two on I think they had two it looked like there was two of those like prong thingies and yeah no I mean you know people who I know who have had children and given birth is like they say at one point it feels like all your bones are being broken all at the same time and I'm like you're really not selling motherhood to me at all I'm good for that that's fine I'll come and visit your offspring but um I don't want my bones broken I've never broken a bone anyway touch all of the wood so I don't I certainly don't want them all broken all at the same time You've never broke a bone before. Nah, never. I think it's because I'm I'm really hypermobile. Um, like, oh. well, I'm really really double jointed. Um, I actually got <laughs> my hip started hurting. It's because I am thirty two, and I went to the physio, and they were like, "Have you ever been diagnosed as hypermobile?" And I was like, "Oh no," and they were like, "Oh, we'll do some tests on you," and they're like, mm, "Yes, you are hypermobile in the extreme range." So I wonder if just because my um like ligaments and bones are just so bendy it's yeah I'm good <laughs> oh wow but it just oh. means that my body's gonna fail <laughs> they were like you may find that um you do start experiencing like chronic pain and um you get you're more susceptible to like arthritis and stuff because you all of your body parts are having to like work all the time <laughs> oh my God. Just keeping me upright. <laughs> wow. So yeah, it's a it's a great party trick. Like it's great to like really freak people out and just be like, look, my arm bends completely backwards. <laughs> but um yeah. So yeah, I've never broken a bone. Touch all of the wood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't want to do that. It's nice. I've broken a few toes. Oh. Yeah. And you can't do cool. anything for that either. You can't even get the cool cast I've signed. <laughs> no. I got a walk I got a walking stick one time when I like shattered my big toe. And so I was like cutting about with a walking stick. Um, which my brother found hilarious. And he just he just kept stealing it and I was just like, please leave it alone. <laughs> that was my walking aid. I hope you bedazzled it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have it for very long, to be fair. Like, the first couple of weeks were horrendous. Like, really hard to move. But then after that, it was fine. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the end of the episode. Um, well, no details on episode seven, per usual. Um, but it's yeah, gonna like be we... interesting, in it? Like, with, with JK gone, I feel like the whole dynamics of this season are going to shift yeah and it's yeah it's going to be really interesting to see yeah what the 
what the storyline is or what are they going to have to talk about in the lab? They're all just going to be sitting there in silence going, well, we haven't got anyone to shit on this week, so let's just get on with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, but like, what what is the drama going to be? Or is it just really going to be a straight up drag competition now? I, I highly doubt it. Mm. Um, yeah. Weird. <laughs> um, yeah it's just going to be weird um we have been absolute negative nancy's this episode we've just been full of full of rage but can you blame us because what the fuck <laughs> the people's princess left and you expect us to be happy about it yeah no right. line, the, <laughs> line the streets on a formal morning procession please this is not okay no, it's not. But I don't know. Hopefully there's like a Titan in a few years' time and JK is going to come back and smoke. Oh, you fucking bitches. Oh, they're a shoo-in. Shoo-in for Titans, surely. Has to be. There'll be yeah. riots, if not. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> Before me, it's okay to start crying about JK even more. Um. Sophie, where can people find you online? I am on the Bird app at Sophie Surf Space and I'm on Instagram at Sophie Surf Space. I am at Hyatt's Lindsay underscore on all social media. You can find the podcast at Girlfriend Pod on Twitter and on Instagram at Girlfriends underscore podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week with another review of Dragula. But until then, stay spooky.